On today's episode of Locked on Lightning, we discuss a little bit more in detail, or we just pick up where we left off of the recap episode, just final thoughts on the game versus Philly. We also preview today's afternoon game against the New Jersey Devils. All that and more on today's episode of Locked on Lightning. But first, let's play that music. What's up, everybody? Happy Saturday. I hope everyone's had a good week. I hope everyone's having a relaxing day for you. For those of you that are going to the game today, awesome. Too bad I can't be there. Uh, but we, I will be watching another Blackout Jersey Saturday edition of Locked on Lightning. So, yeah, uh, on today's episode, we're going to be kind of picking up where we left off from the last episode about... Uh, just the final thoughts from that Philly game. And then we will also be previewing this afternoon's game, 4 o'clock start against the New Jersey Devils. First time in a couple of years that the Lightning will be running into the Devils. This will be the first of three matchups this season between the two clubs. So we'll be discussing that as well. So let's run it back real quick to the Flyers. Now, that game and if you haven't caught the recap of that please go ahead and go ahead and take another listen but the lightning did a very good job of not doing too much after being down to nothing early on uh, they they were doing all the little things well they were blocking shots um, for the most part they did even though they were down to nothing they played a very, I, I would say, decent first period. Uh, they they were they were dominating the puck possession, and that's why you kind of have to roll your eyes a little bit when really what it came down to was just just poor puck management. Yeah, you're you're dominating the puck possession, but at the same time. You're not doing a good job of of making right passes, and that's what led to two of the goals where we're off turnovers. And that's what is so frustrating is that, as well on the other side of that, is that well, you know, shouldn't the score be a little should be shouldn't it be reversed in that situation? But sometimes the puck just doesn't bounce your way and the other team just gets lucky and that's basically what it was the flyers had two goals off of five shots and um the drew go drew's the drew goal uh was just insane just a great uh forehand backhand or backhand forehand just a great move that vasileski just went down way too early on the backhand um because that's drew's favorite favorite move and uh yeah he just just caught a good goaltender off his uh, game right in that moment. Um, but yeah, so and, and Coach Cooper made a good comment after the game saying that the the team really you know stuck through it. And I'm going to read you the quote right now. He said, not to, not to cliche you, we stuck with it. I didn't like our start. Just probably a little bit of a tough break on the first one. Now you're down 2-0, but I knew we had more in us. 
which is true. I mean, this team, for the most part, has been playing from behind all year. They haven't scored a ton of goals in the first period. They haven't been the team to score first uh, a ton of times either. I believe that this team has been the first team to score in a game in the first period, probably, if I had to guess off the top of my head, I would say two or three times this season. And that has what that's what's made their current record through this point and their comeback in this Flyers game so admirable is that this team is no stranger to playing from behind and they have been very resilient throughout this entire stretch but like I've said on past episodes not only in terms with with the attitude with going into let's win games in regulation come on let's enough of this OT shootout stuff. Yeah, that's great, but got to start wrapping up games and re- regulation here and there because guys, you know, you want to get guys some extra rest. You know, you don't want to be playing extra minutes. But that's the same. The same attitude goes to the fact. Come on, let's let's score first now and then. And I fully expect that to happen in afternoon in this afternoon's game against the, the Devils. Um, the other, you know, I spoke about on the last pod, the recap pod about Steven Stamkos, Braden Point, how they played very great in this game. And I, I named them as my first two stars of the game with Ross Colton in third and Pierre Edouard Belmar being the honorary. But a player that I feel like I have been doing somewhat of a disjustice this season talking about him just because he does so much and his play i mean the numbers don't lie either so you know it's it's somewhat inexcusable of me to to do this but the player that has really played well this entire season is alex Kalorn. alex Kalorn has been just having a fantastic go of it throughout this entire season um through 15 games played seven goals 16 points a plus minus of five and his point share is 2.1 haven't spoken a lot about point share in a while uh one of my favorite stats in in hockey i believe point share and, and it really tells the whole story and for those of you who don't know what point share is point share is the amount of points responsible for a player responsible for so it's it's kind of it tells you you know how involved they are in terms of in the play and that goes towards goals you know they could be the third the the third pass so kind of in a way the third assistman um, on a goal and Alex Korn has has done a very good job. He's fourth on the team in point shares, 2.1. And then the top three on this team are Victor Hedman, Andre Vasilevsky, no, uh, surprisingly enough, but that's because of uh, making big saves and then them resulting in goals down the down back down the ice. And then Steven Stamkos, of course, who we all know has had a huge part in terms of the offensive production of this team. But Alex Kalorn has really done a fantastic job of just kind of filling in that role along the boards for 
Vic, um, for Nikita Kucherov, Nikita Kucherov, as we know, is just fantastic of handling the puck down the end boards and, and finding his teammates open for scoring chances. And Alex Klorn has kind of slipped into that role. Uh, he actually has an assist streak uh, that he extended in this Flyers game up to five games, one shy of matching his career high. He had an assist in this game, uh, most notably on the goal to Matthew Joseph at the far post from the top of the right circle. Um, just fantastic pass from Klor on there. And he has just been just playing well as a whole, uh, second on the team in points as well, at the top of the league, at the top of the league, excuse me, in points as well. So Alex Klorn, uh, love what he does, what he brings to the game. And, and I've spoken about him over the last couple of seasons, how really he he could pretty much do it all. He could, he could play physical. He could score goals for you, put up points for you, set up his teammates. Um, his only issue, and we saw that a couple years ago in the playoffs, is that he sometimes, and it seems like he hasn't done this in a while, which obviously is good, but sometimes he gets too physical, which lands himself in trouble with the Office of Player Safety. But um, just one of those players that would be really invaluable to any franchise around the NHL, and thank, thank goodness he is in a lightning sweater. So... I'll be talking about the devil game in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk about today's first sponsor, and that is Built Bar. I love Thanksgiving. I don't love it technically for the turkey or the stuffing, but I love it for the dessert. And sometimes the dessert could get too much. You know, you have the raspberry pie, blueberry, pumpkin, apple, whatever your family. You know, everybody's family is different. But maybe this year. You want a yummy dessert that isn't full of calories and sugar. And that's where Bilt Bar comes in. Bilt Bar is the new holiday dessert. Did you know that one slice of pie has upwards of 300 calories? And that's on the low end. Most Bilt Bars are only 130 calories and only four grams of sugar with plenty of protein. Replace that coconut cream pie with a coconut Bilt Bar or go to a raspberry Bilt Bar instead of a raspberry pie. Lots of good flavors to replace any pie or dessert and the best thing about built bar is that not only are they low calorie low carb low fat and high protein but they're also covered in a hundred percent real chocolate share some at your your upcoming family gatherings it'll make things less awkward maybe aunt betty is not a lightning fan but she is actually a panthers fan so break the tension with a built bar and There'll be new surprises all month, limited time flavors arriving at Built.com regularly. So check the site often. There's nothing like a Built Bar Black Friday. Mark your calendar because Black Friday will be a huge event with all sorts of surprises. So go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get a 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. And we're back here for segment two on Locked on Lightning today. Thank you for joining me. If you're if you're listening to this uh, about a couple hours before the game, I'm recording this just before noon. Uh, we are we just got done talking about little you know our last remaining thoughts on that Philly game. Um, Alex Kalorn just flying under the radar as one of the best players in the league. And I'm very confident in saying that uh, Alex Korn has really, really taken his game up to another level. You know, a couple of seasons ago at Stamkos out, Korn stepped up, 
I really thought at, at a, to a certain point, if the season wasn't canceled, I really thought at that point in time that Kalorn could have hit the 40 goal mark. Didn't happen because of COVID. And then last year, he kind of took a dip in his numbers, obviously, with the shortened season and just the the weirdness and frequency of last season. So you could kind of understand that. But it seems like he's starting to to get things rolling again. Uh, his game, his just all-around game is just incredible. And I, I think he could be the top he could be on the top line of any team around the NHL and just really just is a fantastic player. And, and, you know, with all the superstars on this team that the lightning have, it is somewhat of a, a injustice that a lot of people aren't talking more about Alex Kalorn. but anyway, moving on to today's game. Um, so the Lightning will be going into today's game, first meeting with the New Jersey Devils since January 12th of 2020. In that last game, the Devils won 3-1 back in Jersey. Uh, the Lightning gave up three consecutive goals after scoring uh, in the second period to take a 1-0 lead. And the Lightning have won two straight and six of their last seven at home in the regular season against the Devils. Since the start of the 2012-2013 season, the Lightning are 8-2-0 at home versus the Devils. Victor Hedman brings a three-game point streak versus New Jersey in today's game. Ryan McDonough has more career assists and points versus New Jersey than he does against any other NHL team. Large part of that has to do because of his time with the Rangers. So the Lightning will begin the second of their 12 back to backs of the season today. Um, so far, they're 0 1 in the first half of a back to back. They have Minnesota tomorrow. And today also marks a four game homestead, the longest homestead of the season thus far. And the Lightning are. are playing pretty well they're playing really well right now they're in a good spot the devils are a sneaky team make no mistake about it the devils have very good players i mean the one player obviously everybody knows about on this devils team is pk suban who has been making headlines this year for all the wrong reasons and that has to do with he has kind of been mixing it up with a lot of players. Uh, Ryan Reeves, I bl- I don't remember who it was early in the season. I know, well, he had two incidents with the Rangers. It was Ryan Reeves in preseason, and then it was Sammy Bylas. Um, and it has to do with, and I know it was a third player, and I can't think of the third player right now at the moment. But he, and and so I'm sure everybody, once you hear this, if you don't know already, I'm sure you'll be on the lookout for it. It, it seems the common theme here with all these incidents with Subban thus far this season is that he's following a player along the boards, whether they're racing to the puck or the player that he is trailing has the puck. And he, whether he's making a short cut, he tends to sweep his foot behind the back leg, behind the, the leg of the player in front of him, resulting in that player to kind of for their leg to give out and just fall. And and it's just a very dangerous play when you're going at that speed into the along the board. So I would expect that 
even if he doesn't do something like that today, which I, I can't sit here and speculate as to whether or not PK Subin is doing this intentionally. If if you if you if I had to guess, I would say no, just because you got to give people the benefit of the doubt. Yes, he's a very physical player, but at the same time, this is not something that I would tell Lightning fans that be on the lookout for. It's just something to keep in mind. Um, but you definitely don't want PK Subban trailing someone like you know a, a Steven Stamkos or an Andre Pilat or an Alex Kalorin, someone like that who is very valuable offensively on this team right now, who who is really playing well, and and a play like that to happen and something unfortunate like that to happen, and I'm sure the first sign of that happening. I'm sure a guy like Pat Maroon or Corey Perry or Ryan McDonough um, or Pierre-Edouard Belmer, and I'm sure one of them will say something to him in pregame, just, hey, just watch what you're doing. You know, just go out there, just play safe, and that's all. But something to think about in today's game. Um, but, yeah, uh, players to look out for on the Devils. You know, there's they have a lot of young players. Jack Hughes is obviously out. He'll be out for a little longer, so the Lightning won't have to worry about seeing him. But there's a lot of names on this Devils team that you have to keep an eye on. And they don't score a whole ton. They haven't been scoring a whole ton. Devils come into this game with a record of 7-5-3, 17 points. Sixth in the Metropolitan Division, which is an absolute dogfight over there. Uh, their goals forced are 43, so that's 30. That's 23 out of 32, and they are they give up. A, they've given up about 46, so that's about 16th out of 32 teams in the NHL. But players on this team that are you know really stick out to me is guys like Dawson Mercer, Jesper Bratt. Those are the two names that really, if you're looking out for two players on this team, those are the two guys you really want to keep your eyes on. Uh, and in case you don't know the numbers, uh, you know, Jesper Brad is 63 and Dawson Mercer is 18. Both could very, both are very good skaters. Both could, especially Jesper Brad. You know, with the turnover difficulties that the Lightning were having in the last game against the Flyers, with a guy like Jesper Bratt who could steal the puck very easily in the neutral zone and get you on a fast break. He has a lot of speed down the ice. That's the kind of guy you don't want. That's where, you know, the Lightning needs to take care of the puck in this game. A guy like that, especially early on, um, you definitely don't want to get down early because of a Jesper Bratt breakaway goal. He has four goals and 11 points this year. Dawson Mercer, five goals and 11 points this year. So these guys are, for the most part, very much involved in the team's offensive production. Obviously, the other names that you want to keep out for, their, their top scorer on this team in terms of goals is Pavel Zaka. Seven goals, 11 points. Um and then as well as Dougie Hamilton, the free agency uh, defenseman that they signed in the offseason from the Canes. Four goal, uh, five goals and 10 points. And, and then they also have other players, obviously, like Nico Hischler, two goals, nine points. Um, and Jimmy VC, Thomas Tatar, Ryan Graves. So they have players that 
are going to make the Lightning work for it. And I doubt the Lightning are going to go into this game taking this for granted, given the the kind of season that the Devils have had. Um, so, you know, really what the Lightning need to do, like they should be doing in every every game, that is just go out there and and get the lead as soon as possible. Go out there and hit them hard. Win faceoffs. You know, their, their faceoff percentage this year thus far is f- – a little is barely under 50%. So they're good in the faceoff circle. And so the Lightning need to do a, a good job in this game, win the battles in the faceoff circle, uh, dominate puck possession. I would imagine we'll probably see. I'm curious. I, I, you know what? I don't know who's going to be in that tonight for, uh, for them thus far. I, I, if I had to guess, I would probably say because, you know, both goaltenders are, are have decent records to some certain degree. You know, Jonathan Bernier and Matt Mackenzie Blackwood. I would say Bernier, just because he's the more experienced. Um, he's played a lot more games. He's had a bulk of the the starts this year, so I would imagine him being net. He's uh, four two and one with a save percentage of nine one six goals against average of two point four eight. So, Jonathan Bernier, as we all know, has played for a slew of teams over the NHL. Uh, over the NHL, and really, I would like to see Mackenzie Blackwood, just because of two reasons, and and maybe this is just me being in the New York area and and just you know not being a fan of the Devils in general. Is the consensus of devil fans is that Mackenzie Blackwood is their next franchise goaltender. And thus far, he has not proved that he's shown very minute flashes of that, but he hasn't shown anything to me um, that he is. He really is trying to steal that spot. Almost to the fact that, you know, the devils have brought in Jonathan Bernier. So, um, and, and I just realized I was pronouncing his name wrong the entire time. It's Bernier. So I would love to see Mackenzie Blackwood in net just because I think Lightning fans would appreciate that in a way because Mackenzie Blackwood is a very shaky goaltender. He, he's, he just, his positioning is not consistently good. Uh, I would imagine that Bassey's going to get the start in net for the Lightning on the other side. And then we'll probably see Elliott tomorrow against Minnesota, uh, which will be a good test uh, for Elliott to see, to go against one of the top teams in the NHL. Um, so, yeah, I, I I think this is obviously a winnable game. Devils aren't a good team, but the Lightning have shown over the last couple of seasons that they just do not play well against teams that are not on the same level of talent as them or, you know, nearly in the same record as them. So the key to tonight's game, obviously, is do not play down to the level of the other team. And that's basically what it comes down to, is that the Lightning need to go out there, punch the devils in the mouth. Uh, Would very much like a two-goal lead by the first intermission. I think it's very easy. I think that's a very reasonable prediction. I think that's a very reasonable expectation. And I wouldn't be surprised if Vazzy goes out there and gets his first shot out of the season. I really mean that. I think that this is the perfect, perfect time, especially on a four-game homestead. Get things going. Get a win streak together that lasts more than three games. Um, 
The Lightning are going to this game with a two-game win streak, both hard-fought games in a row against two very tough teams. Plus, you got the Devils today, so you know you have a little bit of a reprieve in terms of you know what you're going to get in terms of the talent level. But then tomorrow you got the Wild, and then next on Tuesday you got the Flyers again. So a couple of tough games coming up. Let's get a home. Uh, let's get a, a win streak going, and uh, yeah. Uh, we'll be back either tonight or tomorrow with a recap and we'll wind things up in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk about today's last sponsor, and that is Bet Online. Bet Online is back th- and better than ever with a new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all basketball and football action and NHL action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code locked on to receive your bonus. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. While the lines are still open, go ahead and throw some money on tonight's game and throw some money on tomorrow's game. I think I, I am fully confident that Andre Vasilevsky could pitch a shutout there tonight. So maybe throw a pop, throw some money, throw 50 bucks on a prop bet for Vasi pitching the shutout. I, I think that's a sure bet. And if that doesn't happen and you want to blame me and hold me financially responsible, uh, my money's tied up. So sorry, I can't help you out. <laughs> so uh, bet online. Remember, use that promo code locked on to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's promo code locked on to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Bet online where the game starts. And we're back here to wrap things up on today's show. I hope everybody, once again, is having a great day. And as always, I want to thank all of you for picking us as your first listen of the day. And don't forget to follow us on social media at on Twitter at LO underscore lightning and give us a follow on Instagram at locked on underscore lightning. Give me a follow on Twitter as well at Danky Dank D-E-N-K-Y-D-A-N-K. Love hearing from all of you. And go ahead and download and subscribe to this podcast. We are available wherever podcasts are distributed. Uh, So that's Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. If they are distributing podcasts, if they are pumping out podcasts, we are on there. So go ahead and subscribe and like and download. Really helps the show going forward. And also... If you want to give us a review, please go ahead and give us a review. Five-star rating on iTunes. I believe Spotify allows you to give reviews as well. So please go ahead and do that. And if you want to give us a bad review, please deposit one into my DMs on social media and we'll figure it out. And also, I would also like to throw out an open invitation, everybody. Uh, If you want to come on the show, reach out to us. I would love to hear from some of you guys, converse with all of you about the lightning and how you feel about their performance thus far this season. So yes, and also for the recap for today's game, we'll either get that out to you tonight or sometime tomorrow. So keep an eye on that. So in the meantime, that's been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Zanker. I'll talk to you in the next one.